You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Dominion After Show. Hey guys, it is the end of Dominion, what? the end of the Angels Dominion of sci-fi. See, no, it's the end of the first season, season one, season one of Dominion. Uh, we're talking about episode eight, the season finale, Beware Those Closest to You. Dun, dun, dun. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Joining me on tonight's finale panel, as always... The lovely Lizard Maui. What's up, guys? And the fantastic Yell Teagle. Hi, everybody. Um, Tari Miller could not be with us tonight. He had work things that he just could not get out of, unfortunately. <laughs> that, that's like the music that killed Tari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tari. Moment he, of silence for Tari. Met, guys, Tari's still alive. Yeah, he's still He he's still. met the fate of Will, but not Becca. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. He has been exiled. From this panel. From the panel. Well, not... Well, if we get a second season, he'll be welcome back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With well, open arms. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he may never return to Vega. Um, but this was a, this was a, I mean, it was a long episode. It was a it double was, episode. It was a 50% longer episode. <laughs> um... Just like the pilot, actually. Mm-hmm. So we got like the two ends. I don't know why we didn't just have a whole other episode. I don't know. Um, but the so much going on in this, it just starts out with this bang where Alex is just freaking out. He's like, Michael's a crazy so and so. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you going to say? Well, yeah. I wanted to say something that I'm not allowed to say on air. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's like he basically spills the beans on everything yeah, to the reveals, Senate. He reveals about Noma. He reveals that Michael's been hiding people like Lewis, mm-hmm. and that um, Michael was the flood. He testifies in front of the Senate and reveals everything. And I, for one, could not like refused to believe it. Yell lost her like she she basically lost it when like Michael mentioned Noma. It was really she's like, what when Alex mentioned Noma? Al- what did I say Michael sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I was mad too because I, I was like really angry for that entire scene until we found out it was a ruse. So no, I was, oh, I was, I was just confused. I was like, what's happening? Cause it was moving so fast. I was yeah. like, did we start at the wrong, like, click, 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 click. <laughs> I expected it to, so I, after that scene, I expected it to be like 24 hours earlier. Yeah. You know? Cause when you have some drastic, twist like that it usually just then goes back in time and explains how we got there but instead michael just like flies up alongside his car and yeah. is like i don't even need you to pull over i'll just get in like this yeah. license and registration oh, sorry <laughs> um but we i mean through this whole episode 
I mean, we don't. Uh, we assume all of you, anyone listening to this, has watched it. So yeah, yeah. And if you haven't, gave if spoilers you, on Twitter, and I was like, I checked Twitter for like a second, and I'm like, nope, don't nope, do that. Shut off, you shop. never, you never, never go do on that. Twitter when you're um, watching a show. Yeah, uh, but so we're assuming you've watched this. So if you haven't, go watch it. Yeah, stop listening and come back. But come back. And um, then <laughs> but so, but Michael and Gabriel at the. The way this is built, like over the last few episodes, they've really like sort of put Gabriel in this position of, is he a bad guy? Is Michael a good guy? Is, are the, can we have a definition that clear cut? Well, I mean, a quality show is going to take the villain that they introduce and then peel back layers and be like, it's not so crystal clear, is it? You're going to feel for this guy. And they did it. That's what they did. They basically said, hey, hey. Calm down. Who knows if he's real? No one's all bad. Yeah. I mean, we already got a glimpse from the last episode of what, you know, Uriel and Gabriel were. Um, and, and how Michael was. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know, a little more depth to the character. It seems like like going forward from here, we would get, my, like, Michael would be, he would, he would go back to being the Flood. I don't know if I agree with that, because when he flew off after the thing he did <laughs> that we'll get to um he i feel like he needed reflection time but his rage had kind of it passed yeah it, it he, like, he got kind of snapped and then he came back to himself yeah. alex kind of slapped him in the face yeah where he said uh what did he say like um everything, everything we've we've t- everything you've taught me this is how it ends yeah and he's just like ooh. Face. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought he cut him in his like. Leg he did. He balance. swung at him. I think it was a. His, I, I want to say his like stomach air, yeah, area. I have no which idea. like, but like we saw Michael got like stabbed. Yeah, it was like and, the sweet spot. Apparently, that like you know that that was the rage area. They just had to <laughs> just jab it a little, so he's like and snap it, out of it. It wasn't Empyrean steel. Yeah. So, so Michael's like, whatever. You can't do anything. No. He was like. Oh, you tickled me. Oh, wait, what are we doing? Yeah. I shouldn't be doing this. Thank you for waking me up with a tickle. Um, but... <laughs> That's what it was like. Tickle guys. just sounds weird when it's 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 not plural. Tickles. Okay. Okay. Woke me with a tickle. <laughs> anyway. Um. But I mean. So. But Michael goes through this elaborate plot because he's trying to kill Gabriel at the top of the episode. Yeah. Like or get Alex to do it. Yeah. And I love that whole setup too because we get into it and then like you know try, Alex uh, confessing everything to the Senate was basically this whole big plan, and then it's this this build up to the within the first like you know couple you know of. Uh, the first part and then right after the, uh, the the first commercial break only for it to and you think that's going to be the episode like you think that's going to be base okay their plan this this whole thing rolling right now this is going to be like a good 70-80% of this episode and then like right away it fails so when they go they go on a little trip to the water park oh I know well so we get Fury ad back which was really yeah. amazing Yay, Anton Yay. <laughs> which we like Anton's like I can't talk about yeah. <laughs> last week Yes, because Anton is from like Texas. <laughs> well, I'm not going to try to do I a can't South Africa. Talk about it. Oh, I get it because he's from South Africa, so we're going to give him a Southern accent. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going for. Regardless, um, it was really nice to see Furyad back. I yes. like that and, we also under we got the story that Noma and Furyad were a couple. Kind yeah, of, uh, they used to do it <laughs> eons ago. Eons ago. 
Uh, Alex, don't even worry about that. That was eons ago. And I love how he upset he gets. It's like, bro, you're still like torn between Claire and 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 you have any right to actually judge Noma for like being with some dude like eons centuries ago. before you were born. We, we, yeah, <laughs> you know, we, we'll talk about Alex and his little and the love rhombus. Yeah, um, rhombus. <laughs> That's going to be a new band. Alex and the Love Rhombus. I wouldn't listen to him. <laughs> Sounds like the worst band ever. Ever. Um, but they, but so they're trying, Michael's like set on killing Gabriel until he just like walks into Vega. Yeah. Well, cause Gabriel, I love when Noma comes in there and he's like, I'm not going to walk into your trap. Yeah. Like, what are you dumb? I'm not going to walk into your trap. And yeah. I feel like the, the, um, it really just reminds us Gabriel is the leader of like the bad quote unquote you know side of this whole war he is in charge he is equal to Michael he is the magneto to his uh, <laughs> professor Xavier and did we really think he was just gonna be like oh he's given up and yeah. he's, no but I thought he might like go there to like talk with a to, plan yeah I mean like he prepped for this to have happened which in a way he did but not yeah. under the circumstances that we thought it would be at the beginning of the show right. well he took so he took it into his own hands he's like all right well you're trying to lure me like away from vega to like have this like fight in the middle of nowhere <laughs> I'm just gonna take park. I'm just gonna take the fight to you yeah, yeah so clearly he knew, like Michael and uh, Alex were away from Vega. He's like, great, it's unprotected. Yeah. Well, I'm in. Yeah. He could have just taken his army of like eight balls and like. And Furiad and, mm-hmm. uh, and um, Felicia. Felicia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we saw Felicia again. Yeah. So she's still there. Still angry. Better wings. Well, so is Furiad. <laughs> so excited. Um, but, so, but Gabriel shows up and we're just all sitting there like, what? Why would you take him into the city? That just. Why would you bring him within the walls? Yeah. That wasn't my question. My question was later when Alex and Michael returned. Yes! How did they get back? How did Michael get back in? Especially after Alex had just been like, hey, he's a bad guy, everybody. We should kill him. Yeah, that was just kind of too... I mean, hmm. unless at that point I thought about that, and then I thought, well, on the off chance, maybe they were just like, "Oh my God, it's Gabriel! What do we do? We don't have Michael! Oh, thank God he's back!" But wait, I thought he was a bad guy. Uh, let him in. Let him in. <laughs> I mean, I actually would believe that that they're like Gabriel's here. Oh snap! Ryson was like went on his little speech about like this man built this city. Yeah. So if Becca has any sway in that, yeah. But Claire walks in, sees Gabriel and Alex, or Michael and Alex, and is like, "What are you guys doing here?" And Alex is like, wait, no, he's he's still a good guy and he always will be. Or was or is or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what he says. At that point in the show, yes. He just kills billions of humans for you know his job. Hey, whatever, but he's hey. always <laughs> been on our side. Back then, what... I don't think the population was at a billion. I'm just saying. Moving on. Um, but like, but but the, speaking to the back then, I thought that was a really good moment for Michael in this episode yes. when he talks about... He's talking about that experience, like being the flood, yeah. and that moment where the little kid comes and gives him water he because it was his the father, and be, yeah, because yeah. it was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. and just the idea that he he never thought of God's commands as something he ha- could disobey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he said he even said that he could have. 
he just said that he, you know, he admits that there was, you know, because Alex does ask him, like, why didn't you say no? Like, why couldn't you? And he said, I could have, but I just always did what he did. And he said, but it, to be honest, you know, the blood and the the thrill of it, he was it was intoxicating to him. So he fell into under the spell of liking being that bad person and it wasn't until after you know he got basically the crap beaten out of him from uriel and gabriel that you know where he was basically lying close to you know lifeless in the desert when the little boy came up hurting the goats the same one he was about to kill in the episode that we saw whose father was killed by him mere seconds before that scene Mm -hmm. and that's when that realization happened so it's not that he didn't have the choice it's just he didn't it didn't really dawn on him to think differently because he was under this whole power trip spell but justified it because oh that's what daddy wants and then to say that you know he didn't realize that his god was testing him and he failed yeah Yeah. it's it's something intense to think about because if god is the highest power Mm -hmm. like it's god yeah god tells you hey i need you to go do this thing yeah i feel like you don't necessarily think oh i should question that yeah well I mean, it's, hmm. I, I, that brings up such horrible thoughts in my head about just following orders. Yeah. Oh, no, it does. And that's, I think, what, what they're, they're getting at here. Yeah. But when you're just following orders from God, like, what is the, how do you draw the line? If he's supposed to be the one who dis, de- decides, like, def- like, he, he's the one that puts the dividing line between good and evil. Yeah. And in it theory. Could, it kind of confuses me, too, because, like, I'm, I'm really not a very good religious person. But from what I do remember, and I believe this is Old Testament. Yeah, you're a sinner, I guess. Uh, I but we all are. I mean, Yell and I are, yeah. we're already going but to hell. don't yeah. talk about me like that. We're Jewish. Yeah, we don't have a hell. We're good. <laughs> you guys are the chosen ones. Yeah, where are you? Oh, that reminds me of a question that I had. It's an irrelevant Jewish? question. If Alex is chosen one he's chosen is he jewish i like that you think that that's an adorable joke but at this point there is no jewish (laughs) anyway i was gonna say that i'm interested going back to that because normally when god tests you it's to make sure you're actually about to go through with what he says and then he stops you because is it the one with abraham Abraham. Mm -hmm. yeah and he's about to like kill his son and then god's like wait you passed the test. You were going to do it, but don't actually kill your son. Right. God's you know? tests are usually to test your faith in God. Yeah. And without questioning him. So it's kind of like a reverse thing in this situation where he's basically saying that God wanted him to question it or, or look, you know, find some other path in his words that it wasn't literally like kill all of them. You know, well, I, I think it's more of a test for Michael to figure out who he is, less a test of his faith towards God, because I think God knows knew at the time okay, Michael follows every word, but he has gone off the deep end in his rage, as he was saying he had this lust or he was under a spell to kill. Yeah, I think maybe it was more like, now you're not doing it just because it's my will. You're doing it because you're enjoying yourself way too much. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's a tough situation to be in. I thought, like, just more, we got a little bit more of the just explanation of, like, what it, it is like beyond... Uh, like earth and this physical plane the realm yeah and they because they talk about excuse me um they talk about like michael when he's born yeah when he's talking to gabriel and he talks about just darkness just darkness but like that ethereal plane where all he could sense was gabriel and it gave him hope Mm mm-hmm 
it's so I'm so glad we got more of this story that they are twins and that no one they understands that alike. except Uriel, Uriel and Raphael because they I are mean, also Raphael. twins. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, I feel like I'm calming people down tonight. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, it was great to see more of that. Like the idea that they are bound by more. These brothers who are at war mm-hmm. are bound by more than just they happen to be brothers. This yeah. is there's something they can't even they can't describe about how connected they are. Yeah. And it also is interesting because it kind of makes sense for that whole telepathic, like, come meet to me, I need you. Like, you know, the whole twins thing where they, you know, they can feel each other's feelings and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also thought it was interesting that, um, you know, the way he said that they have this connection apparently. And yeah, it's still there. But even the way, you know, when when Gabriel told him, well, it stopped, you you broke our bond when you stopped listening. And it's this whole... Like, how far does their connection still go when they're still at war? You know, um, so I just yeah, again, like like Yale said, I'm really I'm really glad that they went a little further, divulged further into this because it it seemed kind of like superficial up to this point. Their relationship is just like, oh, you're brothers and you're warring, but now you get like a little depth depth behind that. You know, more character development even at the last episode of the season, which is great. But also, we learned um, you know more about Gabriel, and we kind of you know not pity him more but we we he's more like relate we yeah he's more relatable yeah he's a more likable character all of a sudden and we're turning michael into kind of a villain mm-hmm. which is interesting i mean that'd be a great way to go into a season yeah. two yeah um hashtag renew dominion um if you're tweeting out there we um, got a lot of things you can hashtag renew tonight yeah hashtag renew noma Yes. <laughs> and then some well, other ladies. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. We will get to that. Trust can, me. Can we? We will get to that. Um, but but I just want to finish up with talking about Michael and Gabriel mm-hmm. because it's so... It's What could be going forward next season? I love that pull of who do you side with in a war with no right answers? Mm-hmm. Neither side is good. Neither side is bad. They're both, well, it, they're weirdly fighting for the same, Almost, it feels like they're fighting for the same thing if Gabriel's not trying to wipe out humanity. Kind of. Now. Yeah, um, I mean, they just, Gabriel seemed, I mean, by the end of the episode, Gabriel just seemed really more focused, regardless of the sacrifices that had to be made, if that did, you know, in his mind, you know, require wiping out all the humans. But the end all of all goals is just like, look, the last thing that father ever wrote, the last message he ever put out there is now on you, tattooed. So I just want to use that to see if we can find him. We can get God back. You know, we want to get, I want to find father. So it's just, I wonder if, if at this point he's still going to be all about kill all, you know, go all bender on us and kill all the humans. So, um, but I don't know. And again, it's interesting too, because, you know, Michael, I don't think he's going to be bad per se, but I think it's just such a twist that, you know, mm-hmm. There's there's so much depth that it's, it's it's great when you have a series like this where the characters they're they're not just black and white. Well, I don't want them to both be too close to good. I want somebody trying to kill everybody. Like I like having that sort of polarizing, but like they're killing people for a reason that I can appreciate, if hey, not agree with. Well, that's if we're gonna 
I mean, I don't know when you'd like to switch the topics into other characters, but we still don't know what Uriel's planning is. Yeah. So before, there's that whole before thing. Before we get into Uriel, because I do want to talk about her whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you do. Yeah, we do. Um, I, we skipped over it for a minute, but I would be remiss if we did not talk about the one-line drop where he goes, even the son of the morning was born alone. So they drop in Lucifer. Just yep. to get him in there. If anyone doesn't know who the... When they say the son of the morning, they're referring to the morning star, Lucifer, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to call him. I, I missed want, that. Uh, Didn't know that. Oh, I Didn't know what the hell it. that was. I caught it and was like, that's it? That's all we're getting? Well, it, I just... I like that it's at least putting him in the universe. Of yeah. course he's in the universe. He was an angel. He owns I hell. know, but like it implies that like... Again, if we get a season two, because Sci-Fi hasn't announced it, hasn't made yeah. a decision yet... Um, he could be around the corner. Okay. And that, because if Michael and Gabriel are sort of like moving towards a similar direction, I would love an, another outside force to come in and just like, oh, we're going to agree. We're going to work together with Alex to save the world. Oh no, Satan's here. <laughs> well, yeah, but then they'll get together with Alex to save the world from Satan. And then it'll be... But that could be a very interesting, different way to do to different a different story for season two we'll is what see. i'm saying i'm not interested um, in that one well the the story you might be interested in is uriel's because uriel is like very clearly becoming our force for good she's trying to stop is a she? war to get her goal as at by the end of this episode we we see her goal is to stop her brothers from fighting and stop them from killing all these humans to get god back that's as good yeah. a, an intention as you could possibly have. But that was her goal from the beginning. She made it clear that she wanted God back and didn't really care one way or one another. way or the other because yeah. she was playing both of them or at least playing one of them. Yeah. Um, and now we know who she's really playing uh, is Arika. 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 I'm sorry, I got excited. <laughs> Mispronounced the name. Um because we open up on this like weird with with Arika's storyline, yeah. On this weird moment where like they bring in another dead body for well, her, yeah. part, part of one, yeah. <laughs> but I I love that we're seeing her with um, General Ryson before he mm-hmm. leaves town, mm-hmm. yeah. Which has a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. we'll get to that. But um, um, the head comes in and she goes, "It's Evelyn." Oh no! <laughs> and uh, that's a great such such a great like I'm like. I don't know what a decapitated head looks like, and I really don't feel like Googling that. But, um, you know, just just the... Oh, you know there's got to be at least one real picture yes, of a decapitated okay. head. But, I mean, just the whole... Oh, like the facial expression. Uh, I find humor in things. <laughs> um, but so then we get her, Arika, alone, and there's a handmaiden walking in, very clearly hiding who it is. Yes. I'm curious, who did you guys think it was before the reveal. I thought it was Evelyn. Evelyn. I thought Evelyn, the head was not Evelyn, it was somebody, and that Evelyn was still alive, mm-hmm. and that Arika and Evelyn were going to try to overthrow everybody in Vega. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah, I, I was on a very similar page. I wasn't sure if it was Evelyn or just, like, some person who was going to then help her get yeah. back yeah. or whatever. I never thought it was going to be Uriel. Yeah. No. That was, like, it blew my mind. And then... As soon as she takes it off, boom! Lesbian angel sex. <laughs> you just really wanted to say that. Well, then she, like, oh, yes, you I mean did. she, when she took off her face mask thing, and then she took it off. No, I love that he more. said 
And then she took it off. Yeah. <laughs> Boom, lesbian angel sex. Yeah. So, um, oh, and obviously, our, you know, our Arica is Evelyn. Oh, that yeah. well, that, that, that reveal. That I like reveal how you guys are just okay. like you guys are just like, but the lesbian sex. Oh, you know, and Arica's Evelyn, but lesbians. Right. So apparently, that was Arika's head, or or it could have been. It, it was just, just a, been a generic, random, generic yeah. person because clearly they don't really obviously know who looks like what. I mean, well, it's like not like they have social network and people can take a selfie and be like, look, this is the leader of of New uh, New Delhi, Delphi, Delphi. Um, but. It's not only that, it's that the women there wear these veils. Yeah. It's the smartest way to keep your person in power. I mean, not to be weird, but like, remember Michael Jackson used to walk around <laughs> with a thing on his face. And so he had a bunch of different, um, like, lookalikes walking around in the same area so that people wouldn't bother him. Yeah. And, and also his, his or at least his kids is a good example because like no one knew what the hell they looked like for years. Right. Because he didn't want their faces publicized. And this is a, I mean, they not to say that they're all Michael Jackson's, but like it's, you know, they cover themselves and you never know who. So they didn't know what Evelyn looked like. I was like. going to compare it to Padme Amidala. <laughs> okay. Princess Amidala and Padme oh, yeah. from Star Wars. Yeah. Also a good one. Same thing. It was just like a, a diversion tactic. Yeah. Pretend you're the lowly servant. Well, she pretended she was the wife of the leader, but she was the leader herself. Yes. Yeah. I She shared the bed with Evelyn by sharing it with herself. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think the mm. the best part was when she shared the bed with Uriel. Yeah, she did. Um, but like, but that's what do you think? I guess yes. it's very interesting to see Uriel's joining with the um, the Helena. Yeah. People, because I guess they, she. I mean, yes, she's a female angel. I just realized I said New Delhi when I meant to say Helena. But anyway, go on. And it's not New Delhi. That's a real city. New Delhi. Ah. <laughs> Um, but so just because they worship the divine, uh, feminine is what they call it. And I wonder if that, because she refers to God always as father. Mm -hmm. So they, even the angels put a masculine definition on God. So it feels like they're worshiping who are like, she's tied herself to a society that doesn't worship her God. I think they do worship the same God. I think they um, perceive God as neither male nor female. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, go ahead. I don't want to... Well, when they say it. divine feminine, that's pretty clear. Right. But I, I think that... Um, that's No, I got nothing. Go. I think that for all intents and purposes to save for confusion and because you're relating back to the Bible and everybody all throughout the Bible or whatever religious, you know, book you're going to go to, it, it always, God is always masculine, but for all intensive purposes, because it is this entity and being, it has no gender. So for, you know, because for the sake of people watching, so they know what the hell they're talking about, they use father because that is the most, you know, well-known thing to address. And everybody's going to know that you're talking about God. So I think just like she said, I think it's the same God, but they just, and Helena refer to it as female. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I agree in the, like the sense that like they could easily be referring to the same person, but Uriel, mm-hmm. I'm saying she specifically always refers to God as father with her brothers. Mm-hmm. Well, no, she did say it when the brothers weren't there. She said, didn't she mention it to, uh, to, um, well, I guess it's not Erica now. Now it's, uh, uh, Evelyn. 
But didn't she mention to mm-hmm. Evelyn that she wants to she bring still, back father? E- even even to Evelyn, she uses the masculine yeah. term. Well, could just well, maybe because everybody else does when you know she's growing up with her brothers and they're all calling him father. So she's like, all right. Oh, <laughs> so it's possible that they have their own. I guess a semi-god, not really a deity of, of its own, but like how in Vega, and we can assume in other places, they have the like, the statue of the hands with the They baby. worship the chosen one. They worship the chosen one. They worship maybe a female version of whatever. I wonder if Uriel is the divine feminine. <laughs> maybe. That's, maybe. I mean, she is an angel. She is the one who lives there. And so that's what I was going to say is I assume that because up until this point recently where we saw Uriel... Um, Michael said that we haven't seen her in years. I think she's been living. Obviously, I think that's what we've been revealed to yeah. is that she's been living in Helena, and maybe she is the divine feminine. How okay, awesome. that's How... interesting. That's an interesting theory. It could very easily turn out to be. Yeah, it, it, that could be a twist of of that's going so, forward. That's so weird to me that Evelyn would have come from this place where she's like, you know, idolizing and praying to a feminine god, and then she winds up banging said feminine god. That's well, I mean, weird. that's what Claire does. <laughs> yeah, that's what Claire's doing. I think well, it's very much. I think she knows. Well, I think there's a difference between like a chosen one that is human and and not ever have been a god, and you know, I don't know. Well, anyway. Either way, it's someone that's being worshipped. Yeah, and then Still turns weird. out to be somebody that you get close to, and I then you get like, really I close like to. I feel like Evelyn no knew ahead. Of, I think I believe. I'm going to make a, a statement that may or may not be true. That they knew of Uriel in Helena. They worship Uriel in mm-hmm. Helena. And Evelyn knowingly went after or what, however it started, which yeah. I'd love to find out, <laughs> um, started doing yes. Uriel. Yeah. So well, quickly, because well, this is a really short topic, but like while we're talking about like... <laughs> I disagree. No, no, no. We got to move forward. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot of other... I mean, do you guys have any other thoughts on Uriel before we move on? Um. Yes. Well, are we, are we going to talk about when Uriel it reveals what the plan with Claire and the secret? We'll get to we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to Claire. But with Uriel? Yes. Okay. Well, we still have to go back to something that was exchanged between Michael and Becca at the beginning of the All episode. Right. So we're jumping. Okay. Trying to keep into categories. All right. Um, I just wanted to talk about General Ryson real quick. Yeah. Speaking of moving to other cities, mm-hmm. because we we sort of are seeing more of the Helena yeah. storyline. I want, and then we've also got um, him going to New Delphi. Delphi. I said it right. Um, in his truck, he just like, you know what? I'm retired now. I got basically deposed by my daughter. Interesting how he didn't take the heart medication, though. I mean, because regardless of where you go, bro, you need your heart medication. So I wonder if this is like, did he really go to New Delphi? I mean, or is it like some sort of like, I'm just going to go die now? Hmm. Well, I mean, his daughter basically said to him, I know all your secrets. No one trusts you. I'm overthrowing you, basically. And you're going to step down and get the F out of town. That's what she says to him. And I think at that point, he doesn't have his wife, Angel, anymore. He doesn't have his daughter because she's pissed. And he's no longer in charge. What is he going to do? He originally had the plan to run um, Helena with after Arika overthrew Evelyn. So, I mean, I think maybe he's actually heading there. That's what I believe. Oh, you don't think he's actually heading for New Delphi? No, I think he's going where he said he was going to go when he said he was going to help. Because he wanted to have the input and the power to control them. Remember? And he was. we were talking about how he wasn't going to really have that power, even though he thought he did. Interesting. And now that he's been overthrown and kicked out, where is he going to go? The place where he's been promised power. 
Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, we know that they're not planning to give him any kind of power. Yeah. Right. Because their plan, as we were just talking about a little yeah. bit, um, is to ki- basically kidnap, like, or get them there and then keep them there. Claire mm. and her baby. So we are going to talk about that yeah. now. All right. Okay. I just, I, uh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, so I love when Arika, I, we're just going to refer to her as that. Um, it's just easier because uh, next season yeah. we'll get into the habit of calling her Evelyn. Yeah. So <laughs> Arika introduces Uriel as um, the priestess Laurel. Yes. Who gives Holy a wedding, a wedding blessing, but instead blesses the baby. Yeah, or whatever that was. And like, I mean, the first reveal, like, we got was from Gabriel. No, or first no, it was, was it, it was here. It was here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, it was it was the Getting first crossed. thing was was you know if you if you're what you think is what you say is right about uh, Claire, it's going to change everything. And then the prayer in front of her stomach, where everybody watching is like, oh, so. I mean, what kind of powers could the baby of the chosen one have? That could be just very interesting in itself. Well, I mean, it might might go to your statement that Alex is God, therefore this baby is Jesus. I'm kind of laughing, though, because (laughs) I'm also thinking of just, like, a baby having to live in the shadow's father. Like, you'll never amount to what your father was. You don't, you know. Because you're the child of the Daddy issues. (laughs) Everybody has daddy issues. I almost forgot about my Alex's God theory for a while there. Well, I mean, I think with her having his baby, I think it, it definitely helps with your theory. Um... I guess in a way. I mean, if he's God in human form. Yeah, but didn't didn't uh, Vaughn say that there specifically is no mention of Jesus or anything along those lines? I mean, he's not going to be Jesus. Jesus. A Jesus, like... Another chosen one, like, character. Yeah, but, like, stepping outside that theory, could the chosen one status, like the tattoos and everything, be passed on? What about tattoos are God? He's just, like, scribbles. No, I'm just kidding. I don't really think that. <laughs> um, no, but it's possible that they could be passed on because they were they went from Michael to Jeep to Alex. Yeah. So maybe when Alex dies, they go to the baby. So if Alex dies before the baby's born, the baby will be born covered in tattoos. That's... <laughs> Sorry, that'd be amazing. It's like a really badass baby. Can you imagine like the baby comes out and he's just like swimming in tattoos? Well, I mean, there'd be more tattoos than there are baby skin. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be all like. Just ink. Yeah. Just nothing but ink. Ugly yeah. colored ink. Yes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Claire's storyline in this episode, like, because she's now, a, like, fully the lady of the city. Yeah, they yeah. get married. And they, she... They get murdered. She owns... But she owns her status. Like, oh, yeah. She's so badass in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hot. I'm just going to say it. All right. Okay. <laughs> she, I mean, it was a great performance, yes. first of all. Like, you believed her intensity mm-hmm. throughout. Good job, Roxanne. Yeah. <laughs> um... And just like, but in that moment, like during the marriage, they have to, like, she pecks him. She gives him a peck. Like, you and I'll kiss the bride. Okay, peck. Oh, don't touch me. Yeah. And then, and uh. then that whole scene where, you know, uh, William just telling her, you know, don't worry, just because we're married doesn't mean that anything's going to change between us like it was like say from yesterday and, and then, then she, she makes out with him well it wasn't like make out but it was definitely more of a passionate kiss behind I it I think that was her way of like cause she, he was basically saying like it's okay I understand that we're married for political reasons mm-hmm. yeah um and she's like no we're gonna do this for real. Well, also keep in <laughs> mind her original plan going back to the baby. And I know we're gonna get nitpick this a little bit more as we go in more into details, but 
she knows at that point that she's pregnant. She has. N- I. I don't think she. I don't no, think she really? no. Doesn't. She has no idea until Uriel oh, until... gives her the blessing, which is after the wedding. Oh no! I don't think she even knew then. She knew probably when Gabriel said something. Well, she kind of got. It. I, I think mean, she Uriel got like spoke a spoke to hint. her womb. Well, yeah, she like got Uriel got down on her knees, put her head up to Claire's womb. like uterus, yeah. and was like. I bless you and your family. Emotions. Well, okay. Well, here's my thing. If she knew, because here's the thing. Like at the wedding, she did not know. Okay, but keeping in mind, maybe if she did, I don't know. I would assume that a woman should know her body, and we don't know when she was late for her period, whatever. But what I'm saying is. If she was going to go about not telling Alex and pretending like this baby was William, she would at least have to... She probably wasn't going to ever intend to tell William that it wasn't his. Right. So I imagine at one point she would have to put on an act and probably sleep with William or get a little romantic with him. So... In a, in a short enough amount of time where when that baby's born, he will assume it's his. Well, I think as soon as she found out from Uriel and then confirmed it from Gabriel, her intention was then to sleep with her husband. Yeah, I don't think that that was ever... She was going to... Event, she was going to have to hook up with William yeah. if she didn't, like, the wedding... On the wedding night, which, yeah. in theory, uh, you would think that they uh, would have. I well, I mean, did. he said to her, this changes nothing. I get it. So yeah. I guess she didn't have to. Yeah, I think the reason she gave him that kiss was just kind of like, well, That's I'm not going to give you anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they make, like, they make the really bad decision to not kill Gabriel right away during that whole thing. Before that, after um, Uriel reveals to the audience, if not Claire, that she's pregnant, um, Uriel then says to Arika that the plan is to get Claire and the baby to Helena, and that um, they never say if they're going to kidnap her or get her to like want to go. But they say that they're going to get her there and that then Alex will follow because... He's a man. Yeah, he's a man. Um, He will then follow, and then they will have all three of them in Helena, which would make them super powerful. And honestly, I want to see that. That is a story I want to see next Yeah, that could absolutely be a very interesting thing. And like I've said, sci-fi, if you're listening, if you're thinking about, maybe we should pick up the show. Maybe we shouldn't. If If it's set in Helena, literally, it's just a whole city of attractive young female women. Sleeping women. with each other. I just, <laughs> yes. I really wanted to look like a femiscara. Femis, femiscara. It's with a T. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, but so, but while this is all going on, like, while that, that plot's move, I, like, oh, there's a plot's afoot. Um, the, after Gabriel shows up, you have this big debate between Claire and the wheels mm-hmm. about, like, should we just kill him? Just pack him in a cement room with a bunch of C4 and just light it up. Wait, that was the worst plan to kill him. That's my plans for most people. They're on my bed. So. Well, I mean, I guess if he's in a concrete <laughs> room, the theory is that it would implode him? Yeah, but they had just, uh, we had just learned from Becca mm-hmm. that they can, pro- that the higher angels, not the archangels, but the higher angels could probably be electrocuted, that they were weak right where the wings connect. Like, the, they found weak spots, and instead of trying to use those to kill him, where they know, hey, this is a very likely weak thing. They were like, we can just try this and see what happens. Well, you stick them in like an electrified cage with like a million volts running through it. Right. But I feel like their 
they're vulnerable to electric shock and it's like in between their wings nice and it, thank you and it's like uh it's basically the same effect as it would to an arrow to a human flesh okay and they said that they could temporarily paralyze them yes yes because um, their muscles react to electricity right. the same way that ours do so why would after they have all this information be like we should just blow him up yeah uh, it's your first instinct. Knowledge is power, guys. Knowledge <laughs> is power. Because the other thing was before she even knew that, it's like, well, we definitely know that we've seen like these angels get vaporized and blown to pieces all right, before. All right, we we could talk about blowing up angels all day. I will. But, it's just silly. But let's talk about the but the wheels though, because what the yes. what's obviously going on behind this, and we see more of the the acolytes or blackolites. Blackolites um, is going to be my heavy metal band name. <laughs> see that I'd watch. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but we get them in there and big wheel mm-hmm. is now like a, as praying. far as we can see like at this point he's like full, fully integrated like he's but you can tell like this the the kick has gone from his step mm-hmm. um he is like a defeated person yes in I this entire like, episode i feel like it, it was very clear uh, maybe it was just me hoping um that he is walking the thin line of I have to pretend I'm not a black light for everyone and I have to pretend I'm a black light for the black lights. Mm-hmm. I think I felt like he was walking this very thin line the whole time until he crossed it. Yes, absolutely. When he, yeah, when he finally, I mean, cause we get, um, yes, like the, yes. them, them debating <laughs> them uh, between the, the father and son, like after the, like, William's not satisfied with his like he's like how could you say that we should like you yeah. you were wavering on, on on trying to see if we could you know keep Gabriel and not just execute him right mm-hmm. away and he's like but it, I had to do that or they would have suspected like which is very true he might be William, broken but he idiot. is still incredible he still has all his wits and intelligence about him he, he is, oh yeah he knows how to work politics William yes. let him do it yes gosh William. Uh, idiot <laughs> um no but william really is an idiot because yeah. he like gets caught like because of the whole scene with you know uh you know claire is speaking with gabriel and you know gabriel just lets him know like i know your favorite you know i know so many things about you when she's denying like i don't know you and you don't know me and he mentions her favorite flower is the desert sage desert yeah sage. i mean that was like that scared her more than anything else. Yeah, but then, but then for all she knew, I mean, this is a guy who, I mean, he, I don't, I don't know quite if she knows that he can possess people. So for all she, you know, but I mean, for that one scene when he mentions it and it finally kicks in and I just had that moment was like, yes, thank you. See it. See it. Cause like the scene where she was speaking to Big Wheel saying, I know that that blindfold wasn't yours. I just needed something to blackmail you. So believing that I believe her when she she didn't have any idea that it was Big Wheel's blindfold, but she wanted to use that against him. But then again, she hadn't she didn't even think the slightest that it would have been William, you know. So she figured that just somehow wound up there and totally believed it when he said, "Oh, it was one of my uh, you know guys that worked around my house." Yeah, but then but then with, it's, it all makes sense. Then he's like, "I brought you your favorite flower." And she's or at least like, it used to be, I guess. The, the wheels turn in her head. <laughs> the wheels turn in her head? Yep. You see eh? what I did okay. there? Um, <laughs> I and hope it, the audience is shaking their heads with me. <laughs> I do, too, because it deserved it. Yeah. Um, but so I mean, she she basically she turns on William, 
and is just like guards get him the hell out of here um how badass was the scene when big wheel was it was leading the prayer session i was so upset to see him in there praying with them i was like no yeah you were walking this line this whole time and now i don't believe you and then all of a sudden he turns around and then he's just got a can of gas because they're all blindfolded and they're surrounded by candles which i always thought about this how long must it take to light all of those tam candles i want yeah. I mean, that's a thing people do in churches, though, I right? guess so. But uh, what I think, though, is I'm laughing because the first thing I'm saying is, like, how do you not smell it? And then I think it was Zach who was like, well, they're surrounded by candles. I'm like, but the candles do not smell like gasoline. Scented candles. They're no, powerful. They're probably not scented. And then... and then the- Maybe the gasoline in the future after the angels come. Okay, yeah, sure. Because out of all the things they're or trying to they develop just- for weapons, they're going to say, well, you know what else has been pissed me off? We should have hit a long time ago before this war. Scent of gasoline. We should get rid of that. Or they just trust <laughs> what's around them. They like don't. No. They don't think about that somebody Probably. in their midst is going to kill them. They're yeah. just they're praying yeah. with their leader, and then they just die. Yeah, it's just one of those things too, though, because like one sight, one sense is blocked off. You'd think the nose would kick in a notch, but that's no. just me. I don't know. I'm just being nitpicky. No, they're busy praying. <laughs> like William said, like they trust that Gabriel will save them. They're uh, literally praying about how Gabriel's going to save them. Yeah. And William says like he trusts Gabriel and uh, his father sort of points out you have to open up to the possibility. Like, like, what do you? What reason do you have to trust him? Because yeah. he values me. Well, how do you know he values you? He like, didn't tell you his plan. Yeah. yeah, he didn't tell you he was coming to Vega. He didn't tell you he was coming. He's not telling you what you're supposed to do. You yeah. just have to trust him. Of course, Gabriel does break out with like by having like acolytes that he'd stowed in the Angel Corps kill their fellow guards and then kill themselves yeah. before we sorry before we move on from this point i just want to talk about um gabriel's wings uh wing restraint yeah, oh, yeah which but... was made of the um empyrean empyrean metal steel. empyrean mm-hmm. steel i wanted to say illyrian steel i don't know why <laughs> empyrean steel um which is what the blade that fury had stabbed Michael well, that's literally from the blade, like some yeah. of the blade. Yeah. That was only the little piece left that we saw later on. Mm-hmm. Which is, as we recall, Becca was threatened by David Wheel to start studying them and that if there's this blade that could hurt them, we should be using it. Yeah. And yes. I was like, oh, all tied together. I mean, and, and we see a lot of what these, what they're experimenting, like mm-hmm. not just like with the metal, obviously, yeah. but just in like... It's it's horrible to see what they've done to to Lewis and to like at first I thought like oh all these like little cross sections of like organs and brains and feet it's like from the bodies like yeah. okay they're studying dead bodies autopsy that's not that bad well I mean I think they did they did but then but that's what I'm thinking like when yeah. he gets into that when Michael goes to that first green room he's sent by Gabriel of course right. to like do this and. I think I'm thinking it's it's semi innocent. Like Michael might be mad that they're doing research on it at all, but right. like whatever, the autopsy. There were knew. murders. He knew about the autopsies. And well, yeah, but so then you think it's going to be okay, but then he walks into the room and there's Lewis on uh, like a Frankenstein style, and, like yeah, and, lift befo- thing. and before he even saw that, 
you have these intact angel wings spread out spread out and when the other ones were killed by gabriel they were like kind of shredded and screwed up so like as soon as he Mm -hmm. saw those intact wings like he knew and then that's when he heard and looked up and now god lewis but uh you know I remember in the episode before he flew off and the whole ruse thing with him and ruse is my favorite word now um, with Alex, you know, he asks Becca, like the one last favor I ask is protect Lewis. He's innocent in this. You know, he's innocent. And she's like, okay, cool. We'll do. And then, I mean, he was so enraged just because she had broken this promise. Yeah. And of course, Michael is furious. Mm-hmm. Not furious. Not furious. Furious not there. But he's furious, and when Becca eventually shows up, he grabs her by the throat, and we think, like, oh, he's just threatening her. He's not going to do it. Then the little subtitle, Bones Cracking. And the whole thing with her, and I thought it was kind of, like, heart-wrenching in a way because, you know, tapping into Michael as with, like, human emotions, so to speak, and in this kind of relationship that he had with her... Um, and then for her to be like the last thing she says is like I did love you my feelings were real for you I didn't mean to betray you intentionally my first thought is with the safety of the people of the city and then it was just like crack but Lewis was one of the people of the city this it, is what's yes. twisted about it is yes. that like they've essentially divided by oh, essentially race mm-hmm. like they've divided angels as a separate race that is like well they are well Yes and no, but like Lewis lived not in the city. In, he as lived in the person. city. Yeah, he lived as a person. He was a good person. He was a helpful person. Mm-hmm. He treated people with respect, mm-hmm. and they vivisected him for it. Yeah. yeah, and the fact. Oh my god, and the fact that he's still alive, and I'm pretty sure most of those organs, and maybe maybe Michael knew this because you said at first, oh maybe because it was from the autopsies, but I think those organs just looked way too damn fresh. I mean, I think he looked at them and I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I, there was a look on his face when he went into the first room before he saw the wings or Lewis that was on his face. Like, what the hell is this? Well, even if it's, even if it was from the autopsy, it's still disturbing to see like of your course. friend's body parts like laid yeah. out. And, yeah. Like, I think they were in like plastic so they could be studied and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but so that but was he, like he a had huge... parts taken out of him. It wasn't even just his wings. Yeah, that was a huge emotional scene for Michael. Right. It's what sent him over the edge. Lewis but, asked then, to be killed. Yeah, and then so we get out. Like everyone's like freaking out. Alex doesn't know what to do at this point. He finds out about the baby, mm-hmm. um, and he's and it, that's then we get to our big finish of the episode. Um, the big out of the episode is him with his letter to Claire that he leaves with Ethan. Oh, the letter! Wait. Wait. Also, the part with Big Wheel. I just, no, no, no. Okay. We, we got we're gonna it. Get we're getting it. We're doing. The, we're talking about the end. Um, the we, yes. we we we're running out of time. We have to wrap up. We're gonna talk about the big finish, the big end, where um, Alex leaves a letter for Claire with Ethan to give to Claire to give to the baby, revealing that he's the father. Yeah. He knows, and he wants to say something, because he doesn't know what, where life is going to lead him at this point. And, and we see him climbing the mountaintop. Yeah, like, Thankfully, the, the letter does not say, well, you're an <laughs> well, orphan or- I, I hate to break this news. Me and y'all said at the same time, it was just, yeah, it was one of those yeah. moments. <laughs> I just wanted to point out, though, I love that scene with, 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 with Big Wheel letting William go. And it was that, that one first moment with their relationship and everything like that that really proves... There was this part that he did love about William, but I also think that he developed the respect for him after all the crap he put him through. Yeah. yeah. So. There was some respect. 
but like the big but what do you guys think like last reactions to the ending like we get that wide shot of him just disappearing into that super tall tunnel with a bunch of angels whether they're higher or lower angels just flocking into the the cavern into gabriel's space i mean is he going to kill Gabriel? Is he going to join Gabriel? No. I think he's going to learn from Gabriel to talk to him, to understand Gabriel's side of it. I think um, that he's not going to kill him because clearly Gabriel has, I guess, kind of won him over and that he wants to hear what Gabriel has to say. I think that, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would say won him over is really the words, but I think, I think it's just one of those things where I don't think he knows where to go from this point because obviously now Michael's looking like he's a threat to humanity but at the same time you know I think he knows that he was just in this rage and I don't know I think he's going in without a plan at this point because at this point you know everything's gone everything's destroyed Michael flew off Claire doesn't want him to raise the baby and he'll know that he'll always put them in danger because he's the chosen one i think that alex now is sort of he's i think he's gonna step away i think he's gonna try to kill him and then he's gonna learn i I think he's gonna step away from any angels Mm -hmm. he's just done with them he is going to interpret he's going to do whatever it takes whether he needs an angel for a bit Mm -hmm. he's gonna do whatever it takes to interpret the symbols on his body and that is going to be and that's his mission screw the angels yeah he's going to save the world on his own yes. now yes. so guys that has been dominion season, season one. one what a like what a season ups downs highs Lefts, right. lows, flying through the sky lesbians f- going through the sewers lesbians oh Guys, thank you so much for joining us this season. It's It was a short, it was a quick season, but it was a lot of fun. You guys, are, Dominion has some of the craziest fans I've seen on <laughs> yeah. any podcast I've done here at AfterBuzz. He means that in a good way. Yeah. That's no, that's a, trust compliment. me, that's a positive. Um, but like all the stuff that you guys have been uh, tweeting at. So if you want to see Dominion come back, hashtag Renew Dominion. Tweet at Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y. Rate our show on C-P. iTunes, five um, stars. Yeah, go on to iTunes, rate us, because the networks do look at that. It actually does matter. So go on to our po- onto iTunes, rate us five stars, say how much you love the show and our podcast. And us. Both things, because they will. <laughs> it will affect their decision. It does help. So, guys, as we wrap up and say our goodbyes for this first season, Yell Teagle, where can the people find you? The people can find me online at yell.tv. There they'll find interviews with the cast and Vaughn, the creator of Dominion. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Hey guys, I'm Liz Rish Maui. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lizzie Maui. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. Also on Google Plus at Liz Rish Maui. You can also uh, catch me if you're going to miss me. You can always find me on other shows such as Sword Art Online, um, uh, Legend of Korra, and The Musketeers. And guys, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz, if you want more Religify, I'm doing the leftovers, I'm doing the strain, and I'm doing MasterChef. Um, Cookie. And plenty of other shows you can catch us, catch me on coming up in the fall. Um, you, I'm sure I'll announce those soon enough. Um, but guys, thanks so much for watching, and thanks for geeking out with us. I'm Zach Wilson. 
from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 